Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. Gets a screen from Cousins, top of the key. Driving left, stepping back, straight away three. He buries it. Paul George is in a zone. 31 points. L.A. left to right with George. Down the right alley. George into the body of Booker. Puts it up off the window and in. PG 13 with 35. The first one from George. It's good. A new playoff career high for Paul George. 40 points in a must-win game on the road. And the Clippers beat the Suns 116-102 to force a game six. Clippers still down 3-2, but they win in Phoenix as Paul George explodes for 20 points in the third quarter. Small ball getting it done for the Clippers again, and Aiton was powerless to overwhelm it at the other end. Well, if they don't give him the ball, of course he's going to be powerless. I mean, I don't know about small ball. DeMarcus Cousins had 15 points. Uh, in 11 minutes. So, he's a pretty big dude. Took 12 shots in 11 minutes, and Aiton's taken nine shots in 37 minutes. It makes no sense to me. Still, he was only out there 11 minutes. The other 37 minutes, they were still able to win the game. Morris had a big night. Reggie Jackson was big in the fourth quarter. But the 41 point, 13 rebounds, six assists performance by Paul George was awesome. In those 11 but, minutes is when they took the lead early in the game and maintained it. I mean, they lost it for one second, and then they went right back up. Is this a recipe for winning two more games in the series? How many more times can Paul George shoot 75%? He's 15 of 20. We find out with Game 6 coming up Wednesday night. Tonight... The Hawks and the Bucks. Bucks are trying to go up three games to one in the Eastern Finals. Trey Young, sprained ankle, bone bruise in his foot, MRI. He's listed it as questionable for tonight. Well, if he doesn't play, they lose. Yep. And the Bucks would take a commanding 3 1 lead and head back home and try to close it out. Philadelphia 76ers guard Ben Simmons has informed Australia's Olympic basketball team he will not play in the Tokyo Games. Instead, he's going to spend the offseason working on skill development. And in a related story, the Australians broke out the champagne. (laughs) We don't have to play him and have him missing free throws. Yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Four-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Demarius Thomas announced his retirement. Went on social media and had a video, said, I'm Demarius Thomas. I finally came to a decision to hang it up. I'm going to retire, and I'm going to retire a Denver Bronco. I'm done, and I did well. He's 33 years old. The Broncos are going to honor him September 26th when they play the Jets. And he played for the Jets in 2019. So getting his teams together. And he'll be honored there, but at 33, he's hanging it up. Four-time Pro Bowler, so good career there. Maybe he can have a pass thrown to him by Tim Tebow. 
John Facenda, longtime narrator of NFL Highlights, whose voice became synonymous with the NFL, is the winner of the Pro Football Hall of Fame's 2021 Pete Rozelle Radio TV Award. Facenda died in 1984. He was a TV news anchor in Philadelphia. When NFL Films creator Ed Sable heard his distinct voice describing some highlights in 1965. So he read scripts, held that job for 19 years until his death at age 71. So they're going to honor him, presumably have some family members there or something. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. So they tell us, there's a fly ball to right. That one is on its way. The Dodgers go back to back to open the series. Betts, now Muncie. And the Dodgers, two to nothing in the first. And a swing and a drive, deep right center field. Way back, going, going. It is gone, goodbye. Bang, zoom goes Kyle Schwarber on a 3-1 pitch. There goes the runner, swinging a fly ball, left field. Pereira going back, still going back. It's gone! Bees win! Jack Mayfield with a two-run homer to provide the exclamation point on a walk-off win for the Bees. Steve Klauke on the call there as the Bees beat the Las Vegas Aviators 3-1 on Jack Mayfield's two-run shot. Series finale tonight, Smith's Ballpark 6-30. Get your tickets at slbs.com or listen to the game here on the Zone Sports Network with Steve on the call. You also heard the Dodgers opening the game with a couple of homers, and they beat the Giants 3-2, open that series up. Dodgers back within two and a half games of the division lead in the NL West. Kyle Schwarber on a tear. Two homers, that's 15 in 17 days. Nobody's done that before in Major League Baseball history. Nationals beat the Mets 8-4. Can you imagine 15 homers in 17 days? That is a groove to end all grooves right there. Yeah, obviously, man, with the long ball. I don't know what he's hitting during that time if uh, you're just isolating on the home runs. I'm not sure what his uh, overall production has been. There's more to the game than home runs, but as far as the home runs go, that's impressive. Brewers beat the Cubs 14-4. Milwaukee's won six in a row. They scored ten times in the eighth inning to break that one wide open. LA Angels star Mike Trout transferred to the 60-day injured list by the team, so he'll be back after the All-Star break. Trout, Second best player on that team. Trout swinging a bat in a cage Monday for the first time since he strained his right calf on May 17th. They say he's more than 50% healed. He's going to do a minor league rehab assignment. What do you think? Inland Empire Class A ball? Because then he can just go home at night. Or he's going to play for the Bees. Well, you know, you keep hearing about sleeping in your own bed. Mm-hmm. Well, bring him to AAA and just bring the bed here. See? You always hear that. You're a problem We're solver. sleeping in our own beds. Well, then wherever you go, just, I mean, these, just these are multi-million it. dollars. Bring the bed there if it's that big of a deal to sleep in your own bed. You hear that all the time. We're sleeping in our own beds. Well, bring the beds with you. You're good to go. Ship them wherever you are. Boom. Set them up. There you go. Here's your bed. Trout eligible to return July 17th is when his uh, time on the 60-day injured list would be up. 
Angels beat the Yankees 5-3. Shohei Otani clubbed his 26th homer of the year. Your reference to the second best player on the team. I meant Anthony Rendon. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, our basketball insider, Steve Cleveland at 8.30, former BYU coach, former Fresno State coach. He coached Paul George, and his guy had a game last night. We'll talk with Steve at 8.30. Jonathan Feingen, Houston Riders, Houston Rockets writer for the Houston Chronicle, will join us at 9 o'clock. Change in Houston, PK. Upsetting everything, turning it all around. How soon will they be back in the Western Conference? We'll talk with Jonathan at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The question of the day, coming up next. Number one. The Zone Sports Network is Utah's number one choice for sports radio in Utah. From DJ and PK to Hanson Scotty and The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, The Zone continues to dominate the competition. Thank you to all of you that continue to make the Zone Sports Network Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports station. Your home for the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about is right here. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. The question of the day, through all the injuries and whatever else, how impressive are the Clippers? Very Absolutely, man. Injuries. I mean, we're still talking about the Jazz injuries. One leg. Uh, no legs on their best player. And they're two games away from going from the finals. Paul George, shoulder in the load. And role players stepping up. And coaches. Ty Lu. Yeah. Burnishing the rep. What's he doing? Burnishing the rep. Burnishing? Yeah, it's like shining or polishing. You've heard the word. I have not. Like that. No, I'm impressed. You're Relax. a wordsmith, don't. man. Come on. <laughs> Burnishing, you've heard that. Word. I have not. Don't, don't run from it. You like that word? I'm all for it. Never heard it before. Burnishing. He's won a title, and that's awesome, but he had LeBron. It's amazing how guys who win titles have good players. That's shocking. That racist Phil Jackson won 11, didn't he? Yeah, he had good players. According to Pippen. <laughs> How can he? I thought only white Republican conservatives could be racist. Now Phil Jackson's racist, too. Yep. You weren't in the <laughs> locker room. You don't know. You're right. I don't. That Hence the question. Although I have been in the that locker was what, room with that was Phil what, Jackson. That was what times. he said. It's a quote from Scotty. who oh, was figured, yeah. talking to somebody. Yeah, he dropped that yeah. on... Uh, Dan Patrick is where he did the interview where he said this. Well, he did it in GQ well before I showed you that last week. Yeah, Phil Jackson's racist. Uh, P.S. on the word front. We may have a special surprise for both of you a little bit later on the word front, so stay tuned for that. I got nowhere to go till 10. It depends on if the mail gets here in time. <laughs> so, of course, Ty Lue had good had a great player. It's the way it works. Boy, but he, now he's got a great player, a two-time champ and finals MVP who's hurt. 
And they keep fighting back. Yeah, it's impressive to see. Your injuries, all right, well, you you coulda, you woulda, and all those things. I mean, the injuries are there. They're real. But leave that for the Jazz and the Nets and the Lakers. All the teams the Clips. Lost. Yeah, the Nuggets, whoever else you want to go down the list. But the Clippers keep fighting through it. Eric says PG's playing out his mind. It's a deep team that definitely just swung the momentum in their favor. Uh, for the time being, I mean, I don't know if there's any long-standing momentum. Brian says, I never thought we'd be talking about a Clippers team that plays with heart. But here we are. Yeah. and g- Give me some more analytics. How do you measure that? Matt says, well, the Clippers are better than I thought. I still haven't watched any games since the Jazz were eliminated, though. I just check out the final scores. Well, who gives a crap about you? <laughs> <laughs> so what? <laughs> I think he speaks for a lot of people. Well, then you better not show highlights on your big talking sports, then, if he speaks for a lot of people. We show highlights. Why? If a lot of people don't care, why are you doing it? A lot of people do. Even though a lot don't. Still thousands. There's millions of people in the state, PK. Plus you got nothing else to show. There's that too. <laughs> what do you show? The best stuff we've got. Well, what if you had better stuff? Well, if we had better stuff, we'd show it. But we don't, so we're showing this. <laughs> it's like process of elimination. Simple math, huh? Yeah, we're not putting color bars up. Nah, never mind. I don't feel like it. Call it a night, guys. Well, like PK a, and I just leaning back here and just there was other taking things a nap. you could have put on, but you've made the decision to go elsewhere. Not naming names. <laughs> yeah, I'm Mich- av- I'm available. Just saying. Michelle says PG was sensational, yeah, no but they are not going to win the championship without Kawhi. Daring PG to come through with six more of those. That's probably uh, accurate, but that doesn't matter. It's the the, the heart, the displaying in route and doing what they're doing. I mean, they had two starters out now. They got two. And you can, Abaka, Mm -hmm. we've sort of forgotten about him. Yeah, if it's long enough. Slips your mind. But certainly, too, the Zubach been in the starting lineup. He's had some nice games. Mm-hmm. He's out now. Yep. And it still doesn't matter. There's clearly th- three rotation guys are out. No problem, man. They're still Winning. competing yeah. at a high level. That's very, very impressive. Thomas says they're better without Kawhi. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't either. I think they've what are they four and three now without Kawhi? I don't know, but uh, I wouldn't think they would be. the The thing that's impressive to me is they're competitive without Leonard. That's what matters. They're not taking any excuses that are available. We're injured, and they just get so tired of the excuses. When is a reason an excuse, or when is an excuse when a you reason? Lose. Yeah. That's when it is. So in the other three games in the series, it was an excuse? I don't think they're using any excuses. Jeff says, meh. What have they did that we have not did? Irregardless. Nice, Jeff. Wedging in all the classics. Say it again. Meh. What have they did that we have not did? Irregardless. Advance to the conference finals. 
There it is. <laughs> Isn't that obvious? <laughs> I don't think he's making a serious point. I think he just wanted to drop the legendary Uh-oh. Carl Malone line and then irregardless. Okay. All right. Maybe a little truth in that. Maybe he doesn't want to get too wound up about the Clippers. I listen to Letter Carrier so much, I ignore the bad grammar and go for the point. Yes. I mean, that you have to have to be able to do when you listen to all these guys now, particularly all these ex-players up there. They're not exactly in English scholar-materians. The what, huh? (laughs) Scholar-materians? That's a new word. I like it. English (laughs) scholar-materian. We need a list of all these words. We come up with them, but then we forget them. Scholarmentarians. Oh, you've heard it. Come on, you know you have. I don't think I have. I like it though. Well, burnish your dictionary. <laughs> yeah, burnish your dictionary. That's good. How about the next time we have a coach on and they're talking about the recruits? You know, like the signing day when they do the the interviews. Like, ah, oh, that's great that they run a four three forty, but are they scholarmentarians? Yeah. Sure. Throw that out there and see how Kyle or Kalani reacts. <laughs> Have to have that. Neil Bitter. With the question of the day, how impressive are the Clippers? He says, well, it certainly helps when the refs won't call fouls on you. The refs. The Suns shot... Four more, five more free throws than the Clippers. They largely just let him play. 15 free throws for the Clippers and 20 for the Suns. That is not a high total for either team. So you get deep in the playoffs and they just let stuff go. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see guys play, play through it. The refs. How could you possibly be a sports fan if you just go to the refs? If that's your big argument, the refs. This makes no sense to me why you would bother turning on the television at all if it's about the refereeing. That's why I couldn't tell you one referee's name. I know nothing about them. Scott Foster. Oh, oh you no. know a ref's name. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know what Scott who, who Scott Foster is and what he looks like. Sure. Oh, What, and what they, about Kenny Mauer? Okay, I know that, but I don't know the, the uh, face. I mean, I'm sure I do. You do. Yeah, but, but I couldn't place yeah. who Kenny Mauer is you're saying. You, versus you know, this guy. You don't name and face, but you're not going to put those together. Yeah. 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 And when they go to Steve Hobby, well, you see, he hit him in the face. I love when they go to that. And it is, it's a question of whether that toe came down in bounds. Thank Thanks. you. <laughs> Thanks, coach. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Patrick Beverly, man, talk about sweep the leg karate kid style, dude. You can't do that. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> that was brutal. Just plowing through, Chris Paul. That's heart. Give me heart. Can't take guys' legs out. Fortunately, he landed on him. Broke his fall. He was aggressively... Playing it. It was a foul. He got charged with a foul. I think it was a flagrant foul. Great. He didn't get thrown out. He's going to make Chris Paul think. That's the way you have to play. You got to lay it all out. Say what you want about Beverly. Like him, dislike him. And I would imagine you would dislike him. You're a finesse player. 
that that would get on your skin. I can see that. That's You'd like I'm him thinking. if he's on your team. You don't like him when he's on the other team. I don't have a team, so it doesn't matter to me. I want guys to play with heart. And if you cross the line a little bit, I'd rather have that than just having some guy kind of shadow run out to the corner and watch some no-name dude go for 40. Come on. You want to talk about the majority of people who are agreeing? That's what they want. They want to see some fight, some passion. Not everything. Well, he's got an off-the-bounce corner three on a Tuesday, so he's got a 62.7% chance of making it. That's nice and all, and that's important. But sometimes it comes down to manning up. And the Clippers are manning up. I don't think they're going to win the series either. I certainly don't think they're going to win the title. But they're manning up. Paul George showing a ton of heart for a guy who's taking a ton of grief and gagged away one of the games by missing a couple of free throws, probably. We don't know exactly what would have happened. Yeah, but I think that. he's played well enough in this series to let that go. I mean, you're not going to play a couple a perfect, of games ago. Yeah, but you're not going to play a perfect series. And he, I mean, yes, he missed those two free throws, but. Well, when he they missed something the other him, day, he's too. Him. That could have made a difference and kept it a one-possession game. I don't know what would have happened. I'm never one of these guys, unless it's literally the last play of the game, uh, to say, well, then everything would have been. I mean, you take away those five or six points that Dick Pavetta took and gave away the Jazz, and they would have had a title. I mean, there was a quarter and a half to go. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what would have happened afterward. Uh, but all I know is George is showing a ton of heart, and that's that's what I look for. And I think you need that. I mean, you also need the analytics, too. You need those guys who do all the numbers. I heard in baseball that uh, they may never travel the broadcasters again because their seats have been taken by analytic guys on the planes. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of that. Yeah. And so they've been bringing those guys, and I think analytics in baseball, that's the most important sport to have that because every single pitch is... It's more one-on-one battles. It's more is true. It yeah. Analytical. Literally every single pitch, you can analytic it, so to speak. And so, yeah, I heard that, that, that there's some teams that the, the word is now... How are the analytic guys more valuable on site than they are? I wonder what the logic is there. Real-time results. I don't I don't know, but that's yeah. what I saw. Nightingale writes a thing every weekend that I look and read. I, I read that too. And that uh, that there's spots on the plane, and so they don't want to pay extra, have been taken by these guys. And there's probably, I don't know, is there 10 of them? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, obviously it's a big, big business there. And so they're more important than telling you what you just saw anyway. Uh, so that, that's that's what they're saying. We'll see, we'll see what happens here. Next year, I know it's important to the people, and I get they have professional pride and they want to be there. I respect that a hundred percent. I'm not sure how much it matters to the viewer. And some teams have, and he wrote that probably because somebody told him about that, that that's what they're thinking about doing. So, and I don't discount that in basketball. I think it's extremely important, but so is pride and heart and determination. And the Clippers are showing it. Even in defeat, which is what I think will happen, I don't think they'll have six more wins in them in this particular postseason. Do you think they'll have two more? Are right, you asking me will they win the series? That's it right there. I mean, I don't see why not. These games, to a degree, have been toss-ups. So, yes, I think they're very much capable, and it would be as impressive 
pretty much as anything that I've seen. Again, I always have recency bias. I've said that a million times. Whatever's right in front of me is the greatest. Some people look back the old days. I tend to look right now. So, yeah, if they would be down 3-1 in a conference final, missing guys left and right, literally, and then come back and win it, that would be so awesome. Well, they've done it twice. I just don't see how they do it this time. And they won that game because Paul George shot 75%. And I can't believe he's going to do that two more times. And so what is their other their other path to victory? I, I suppose there's a couple guys that maybe they can get a little more out of that they didn't well, go off last night. But You're just looking at offense, which is, is, is amazing to me because you always so go they to gonna, defense. But are they going to hold the Suns to 102 points two Easily. more times? Hmm? I don't know that they will, but can they? Absolutely. I mean, who on the Suns really scares you offensively, particularly when they just virtually ignore Aiton all the time? (laughs) That's a positive. I've been hammering this the entire series. Guy is a massive weapon, but you can't do that. You got to get up as many threes as you possibly can. Great. If you want 43s, then take the first 40 possessions and shoot threes and get it over with. Well, they, they didn't <laughs> shoot 43s. They didn't even shoot 30 threes. I know, but that's what we hear here. Here We do hear that here, but that is not why the Suns got beat. They were 9 of 26, and they didn't shoot the three well. Neither did the Clippers, particularly. And maybe that's the thing they they'll do. They got beat because the Clippers are showing a ton of heart. That's why they got beat. That's what I'm talking about. The Clippers jumped on them early. And came oh. out fired up. Although that lead went away, and then and they had it, to jump on him a second time. Right, and we've seen that Which a million times. Normal. When you use up all the energy to get there, you don't have anything to sustain it. And then it was gone as quickly as it was there at 6160, I think it was. The Clippers went right back up. It's like it didn't even happen. No problem. It went right back to 7, 9, yep. 16, and, and then it was basically garbage time. That was hard. I think these Clipper role players, that's that's what I want. Give me guys like Reggie Jackson any day. Yeah. Play with emotion. And Beverly, yeah, mocking Chris Paul when he was out on the floor. Probably not the best idea, but that's how he's in the league. Yeah, He's in, in the is... league to be somebody's best friend and help you up. No, he's got a scrap like that or he's not in the league. Yeah. That's his I don't that's want his these guys niche. to be friends. I don't care what you think of me. That is his niche and his uh, his deal. Yeah, and he's been in the league several years now. And the Clippers got rid of what they viewed as uh, bad chemistry guys. And he wasn't one of them. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Lay it on thicker. It's the (laughs) truth. It's right before you. People, do you agree with me or do you agree with Stat Boy over here? Oh, nice. (laughs) What's it going to be? Make a decision. Right now, me, Hart, or Stat Boy? What do you want? Get on the text line. Get on the Twitter line. 64636 many years ago. I could. I would have never <laughs> been able to recite that in a million years. Keyword what? zone, come on. <laughs> I forgot the keyword zone. Good work. You know, I was going to say keyword K-Fan. They give you a little <laughs> oh, blast nice. from the past. That's a blast <laughs> from the past. Uh. <laughs> Didn't we have that? Did we have that over there? It's going way Possibly. Back. Uh, I don't know, man. Some, just, I, I have this deja vu of saying K-Fan. i got to dig out the cobwebs. Uh, and I'm probably wrong on it because I never, I never said that. You guys always said it. I mean, 
I think that's what people want. If you're going to go down, go down with heart. Go down with passion. And the Clippers are showing it, man. Down two starters. And then they open up like a, a, a 20 to 5 lead. Suns had no excuse. They rolled over. It's pathetic. Can't just show up, said Monty Williams. Yep, that was his post game quote. You can't just show up. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with him 100%. They did. I don't know if they thought they're all that. And the home court, the home court, screw the home court. Especially against the Clippers. Their list of road wins is impressive in this postseason. Well, as just virtually every team who wins a title. Champions know no venues. Write that down. <laughs> Champions know no venues. Right. Oh, man. You can even throw in a don't if you want the double negative. And a five and four on the road in the postseason. Got a winning record. Yeah, how about that, man? And they'll have to win a game seven on the road if they're going to win this series. Yep. So, but first things first, win game six at home because they have certainly given away some home games in this series in this uh, postseason as well. So, we'll see how that plays out for the Clippers. When's that? Tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. It's every other day. Yeah, good. I like which the led, rhythm of it. Which led to a great Marcus <laughs> Morris senior. He basically eats, sleep, and bleep basketball at this time of year, playing every other day. Well, I like the uh, rhythm of it. Yeah, I'm into this series big time. I'm, and probably because I mean I have a connection to, to the Valley for sure. And I covered the Clippers to an extent. I wasn't a full time beat writer, but covered many, many of their games back in the early '90s. So, and obviously, I lived in both communities. Uh, so, I am way into it. The Clippers continue to impress me. Paul George continues to impress me. Rewriting his postseason legacy. Yeah, is this his national coming out uh, to people who thought he was a gagger? Is this what this yeah, is about? Yeah, I think they're quiet. And if they lose, unless he does something really horrific in the loss, I suppose if in the clinching game he misses two free throws again, or if he has some uh, horrible shooting performance, but... Yeah, but he's, see, he's but, averaging 29, 30 points a game. He's been bringing it game after game, series after series. So The horrible shooting performance is awesome. Because it means he kept shooting. Yeah. He's trying. Yeah. Sometimes they don't go in. Ball didn't go in to hoop. Nice of you to show up. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to mix and match the college and the pro game. Remember one time we're down in Albuquerque and... Dick Hunsaker is coaching for the Utes. And Chris Burgess is up there at the free throw line. I don't know if you guys remember this. And I think he airballed like three or four free throws. And the place is just going nuts. Mm -hmm. Right? And after the game, Hunsaker brings us in the little locker room. Much easier to deal with than the other guy. And uh, he said, I'm so proud of Chris Burgess. Sitting there and... Why, man? He just he airballed all these free throws, and the sewer rat in the pits going nuts and all that stuff. <laughs> the sewer rat, yeah, <laughs> and all those eighty year old women who are flipping the bird in uh, Albuquerque because I mean that's the only. Normally, show this would be an exaggeration, but this stuff <laughs> no, actually I, actually happens. I've experienced it firsthand. It's exactly so, what happens. And he says, "I'm so proud of him." I said, "Why?" He said he tried to make him. 
And I thought, well, coach, of course he tried to make him. And he said, no, what I'm saying is he went with his motion. Now, it's embarrassing to shoot the air balls for sure, right? No question about it. He said, and so if he didn't want to shoot air balls, he clearly uh, could have shot them he to hit the rim. He could have flung it up there, yeah. 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 And then he would have just missed a free throw. And it would have been no big deal. He missed a free throw. Happens multiple times in literally every game that's ever played. Most likely, you know? And so Hunsaker's point was he tried to make the free throws. I thought about it for a second. It took me a second to figure out what he was saying. But he's absolutely right. And so if Paul George goes out and has a 5-for-27 performance, all right, that sucks. But the fact that he was still trying and competing, there's something to be said for that and not passing the ball, figuring, well, I don't want to be the GOAT here and have you people get on my rear end because I was under 25%. He has, like, the most games of anybody. I've heard this stat multiple times. It goes in one ear and out the other. Not entirely, but or I don't remember. Reciting it, it now. Exactly. You're right. Right. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. And – so he has the most playoff games of uh, shooting 25% or worse or whatever it might be. And that's not a good stat to have, sure, obviously. Uh, so if this should happen, whether it's game six, game seven, or in the final, as long as he's still aggressively playing his game, that's what matters. See, I think that's where the analytics thing backs him up, though. Because keep shooting, do your thing, and he's had two of those games in the postseason this year. Game one against the Jazz... He was, his shooting percentage was awful. 4 of 17, that's 23.5%. And he had a, another game in the Sun Series where he shot 25. But for this postseason, his numbers are good. He's shooting 44% from the floor. That's a good number. And he's had to be volume shooter guy, especially since Kawhi went down. And he hasn't blinked. Kawhi went down, and Paul George has kept grinding. There have been massive games. Last night, there's been a really bad game, the game before, but you look over the course of, what is it now, seven games without him? He's averaging 31 points a game. Yeah, he, he hasn't blinked. Uh, yeah, I mean... It comes and goes a little you're bit. You're just going to go right to the numbers. That's yeah. what you do. But to me, it's, it's, I, don't, I don't necessarily look at FGAs and all that stuff. I look at what type of shots you're taking. Be aggressive. Oh, no. and he's going through the legs and rocking back into a three straight away last night. That and was, he's also going to the yeah. basket. Yes. And he has most most times an athletic advantage. He was blessed with a great athletic body that he has taken care of, and so he's but he does all the, it. He does all the little things, too. He's been coached up. He's got the basketball IQ. He's jumping into guys and creating separation, hitting them with the left shoulder, but that long right arm, which is the gift, obviously. You know, his long arms and... Flicking it high off the glass, his shot blockers aren't getting to that. That they're just not getting to that. He's he's too big. He's too athletic. When he knows what he's doing and going to the hoop and bumping you with the left shoulder and and throwing the ball up there with the right hand, you're not getting to it. No. Heck of a player. Clippers showing a ton of heart this series, and that's what I like. And I, I gotta say, it's tough to say. I thought. The Jazz didn't show enough in Game Six, and I'm. But we're supposed to cheerlead. I get it, but watching that show just over and over again, that really, really bothered me, and it stuck with me. If you if you're gonna lose, and somebody's got to lose every game that's played in my sport, not yours, uh, 
that there has to be some fight. Go there has down. to be some pushback. Yeah. If they have a run, then you have to have a run. Like the Suns did last night. I mean, they gave up that huge run to open the game, but they came back and tied the thing up. And then the Clippers had another run. Yeah. There's got to be some back and forth as opposed to you're the bug on the windshield for 24 minutes. That's the type of stuff that, that bothers me. And the Clippers win or lose here, man. I think they can hold their heads high. And that's important. And because I, this should be out and. And I guess on paper they are out and. And they're still down in the series 3 2. But they could have rolled over and been done and been off to Cancun now. And Cancun no. on three. I would have picked a different location. Well, that was the line. So credit them. And I'm expecting all sorts of fight tomorrow. This doesn't surprise me if it goes seven at all. Guys getting contracts out of this? Reggie Jackson's a free agent on the minimum. Nichols Batum's a free agent on the minimum. Well, these guys are NBA players. Yeah, so they're, they're both getting I, more money. I, th- I yeah. think they would be in the NBA either way. I mean, and I'm Somewhere not, else. Break up the Clippers in their depth. And I don't know that that's what's on their mind right now. That's the great thing about it. That'll take care of itself. Give it another month. Yeah. They're both making less than $3 million bucks. So there ought to be paydays out there for those guys. Sure. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't really concern myself with that. They're all less than three million dollars. I mean, that's life changing money to me. I wouldn't have any idea what that would be like. Uh, I'm, I'm a paycheck to paycheck guy. Always have, always will be. And that's the way it is, and I'm fine with it. And that's that's the way I was brought up. And I for a while there we didn't have a paycheck when he lost his job, speaking of my father, so uh, those guys get get whatever you get, and and good 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 on you. I I'm not a sports fan, uh, who worries about the money stuff. Uh, that, and I can see where you're coming from there. How deep are the Clippers though next year? I think that's the how question. deep is their love? No, I don't know. I don't know what the roster is going to be, so I don't know. Right. I'm assuming <laughs> that those guys aren't on the roster because they go get paid somewhere else. I don't know. I, I Balmer isn't lacking for money. Why would you assume that? What difference does it make to him? Because I don't know that they have bird rights on them. But we don't need to get into the, the CBA hell is now. Bird rights? <laughs> That's their ability to resign. Them. You followed the NBA bird long enough rights. to know. I'm talking about heart passion. You're talking about he shoots 42 percent and bird rights. Does that sum up the difference between me and you You're right welcome. here? You're welcome. Bird rights, money. Hey. I'm talking about passion, schoolyard basketball. He's talking about bird rights hey. and how much cash they're going to get. What the hell do you have to say now, Yuck? Bird law is an important thing to know about, PK. Not right now, when you're going into game six. Is that the biggest thing we've got to be worried about? Bird rights, bird laws right now. Here's a bird, and he's right on top of you. And you know what I hope he does to you? Larry Bird will block my shot. <laughs> when we come back. That's a nice, nicely done, by the way. You're welcome. Bizarreness in the neighborhood. What animal was standing in the middle of the road last night? A bird. We will get to that next. 
DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. There are a couple of reasons that I didn't become a doctor. Same reasons you what, didn't become what? a paleontologist. Why do you crack a smile and well, then I'm make just, a joke? I'm just saying like, yeah, there's a couple of reasons I wasn't a lawyer. Number one, the LSAT scared me. Number two, I thought I'd fell miserably. And number three, I didn't think I was smart enough. So yeah, there are just a couple of reasons why I didn't become a lawyer. Can I make a point without you attacking me? I'm not attacking you. Like you've never talked about wanting to be a doctor before. To me, this seems like you were just right on the cusp of going to medical school and then just these one or two little things came up and made you think, no, I'm not going to do that. Doctor. 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 Can you not attack me? You know, it bugs me when you do that. Doctor. 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 Stop playing that. And doctor. Well, we miss anyone? Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Mark Miller Subaru. So, PK, I'm driving down the road last night. It's cooling off. Late evening. It's probably about halftime of the game. Ran out. Got some ice cream. Yeah. And driving down the middle of the road in the neighborhood. And it's close enough. We see some wildlife there. We don't see a lot, but we'll see deer in the neighborhood, that kind of stuff. See in the headlights? Squirrels running around. Yeah, it was still daylight, so no headlights. But yes, I do see deer in the headlights at night coming home sometimes. Can you drive it home with one headlight? Sing it. Underrated song. There's an animal standing in the middle of the road that I have never seen in the neighborhood before. And I always associated this. I mean, I know... A cockatoo? No, it's not a cockatoo. (laughs) And I know this animal is in the wild because... You, s- you know the sandals what? In the wild in Utah. It's, it's Around your street. Yeah. I mean, it's not like there's a... Uh, no, I didn't know it was around our street, though. I you didn't really now. know it was in Salt Lake. You well, saw I it. did when I came around the corner and yeah. saw it. Yeah. California. Condor. I thought to see it, you had to like drive it. You know, g- people go hunting outside of Roosevelt. They do? They see it. Uh, yeah. A whale. Right. It wasn't a whale and it wasn't a Bengal tiger, okay? Because these are things that aren't in Utah. An antelope. No? was not an antelope. Uh, what are you talking about? The Bengals, the Brighton Bengals, they're here, and you will hear of them this year. Their new school's going up, man. They got windows and the beautiful views. Tom Sherwood's an awesome principal. Don't be telling me that the Brighton Bengals are not here. Random Brighton information. Very nice. <laughs> Where's Landon Lander Barton when you need him? Uh, going straight to the NFL. Forget, yeah, for, good for, forget college. Good, good point. <laughs> he looks better than everybody. A moose. You don't have to have a fine-tuned eye. He looks like eye, a moose. Right? But it was not a moose. You were right. It was a bird. California condor. It was not a California condor. It was a turkey. It was a turkey. A wild turkey standing in the middle of the road. How do you know it was wild? Well, I suppose I don't. I wonder if somebody's pets escaped. Could have somebody's been very got a tame. Pet turkey? A tame turkey. My in-law's neighborhood has a turkey that wanders yeah. around the neighborhood that just, it's... Right. It goes more. Goes so just more, like eating people's gardens or whatever? Yeah, it just, just cruises around. I don't even neighborhood. know what turkeys eat. What do they eat? Uh, uh, different things. What depends on what, you know, is it uh, Christmas? Is it Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> depends on a particular time of the year, you know what I mean? Maybe That's in the summer, point. a little lighter. In the winter, a little heavier. Yeah. So I, you can't answer that. It's one answer fits all turkeys. Come on. I don't know where it came from, and I don't know where it went. There's a. There's a wild turkey. Or an escaped tame turkey. 
can't really domesticate a turkey. Turkey's doing tricks, fetch, roll over, heal. Come on. <laughs> it's a wild turkey, even if it's somebody's pet. Well, you could train it, and then you, you do like they do at SeaWorld. You give them treats. You, you want to ch- teach the turkey to be obedient. You give him a treat, and he says, gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> you crack yourself up. You're over there laughing at your own. You look at his face, and he's the one who does it. Yuck. Are you <laughs> well, encouraging him? Here, here's the thing, because this, like I said, my in-laws have a turkey that wanders around their yeah, neighborhood, yeah. and this turkey doesn't give two you-know-whats about if your car's in the road. He'll just two cross Two turkey craps. Yeah, turkey craps. Good point. Yeah. He just owns the neighborhood, essentially. So right. Maybe you have a new neighbor. All right, we'll see. So you don't want to go home today if the turkey's out there in the middle of the road. <laughs> Why did the turkey cross the road? <laughs> Hopefully to crap on your yard. <laughs> <laughs> That's already what the neighborhood dogs do. If you're walking your dog, pick up after your dog. Come Where's on. the albino alligators to take care of that problem? Asleep at the bottom of the moat, I guess. I don't know what turkeys are doing in your hood. I don't know. First but time the, I've seen it. There's got to be more than one, though. I only saw one. It could well be more I than know, one. I but there's got to be... They travel in packs? Flocks? What's a bunch of... Yeah, you heard that Australian band? <laughs> a bunch of turkeys? Flock of seagulls? Flock of turkeys? Well, you go up to Wasatch, play golf, and you see turkeys all over the place. And there's several of them. It's called a rafter of turkeys. Yeah. Or a flock. Let's just go with flock. So I, I don't like know the that there would just be a singular rogue turkey. That's what this looked like, but the other ones could have been you over on the, you know, under somebody's tree, and I didn't see it. Or yeah, something. that's what I'm saying. It's Behind probably, the hedge. probably more than one. I don't, I don't know that, but every time, either. as I look in st- my interactions with turkeys, which have been numerous, when you go to Wasatch, you see several, many, just virtually. They every just time. live on the grounds, live on the course. Hobble Creek, the same thing. Yeah, yeah. and there's always probably six, seven, eight of them. I mean, you rarely just see a singular turkey, so I'm wondering. If they are, the others are like, how? Get out of the middle of the road. What are you doing? What did you call them? What are they supposed to call? He says flock. What did you say? Rafter. Rafter? Yeah, it says a group of turkeys is called a rafter or a flock. I'm going with rafter. Yeah. Well, put them up in a rafter. You're just burnishing your vocabulary over there. Nice, man. I'm I'm, I'm educated here today. Edumacated. And that's good because I've always said we need to create education better. Thank you. Thank you, Marissa Van Noy. That's been one of my my go-to lines, create education better. Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, coming up at 8.30. The Athletic, with a list of Pac-12 coaching hires, the best and the worst. You always say you can't make a prediction when they're hired, PK. We'll run you through this. You can make a prediction. You can't make an assessment. We'll run through this list and say how many of these and and they 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 rank them and man some of the bad hires you get down to the last ten on the list there were some awful hires well, wh- how many of them should they have seen coming what's the time frame since two thousand so we got basically the ten years of the Pac twelve and the last ten of the Pac ten which includes the Pete Carroll hire in the last since two thousand and he was number one on the list. Yeah, it's funny. Stanford would be, there'd be wide variances on that. Uh, yes, there are. That'd be one at the bottom or probably one And Chip second. Kelly makes multiple appearances at opposite ends of the list with some of those Stanford coaches. We'll get to that next. The best and the worst. DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.